the Wesson Walker Show, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Hit us up on the text line, 704-570-9610. Hit up the socials. We got the question of the day coming for you. We got all the behind-the-scenes access on the WFNZ Twitter and Instagram, at Walker Mail, at Wesson Walker, at HTB underscore Josh, and at West Bryant underscore 72 on Twitter and Instagram. And now it is time to go to the campus. Tona. All right. We talked about it at the top of the show. The anticipation for college football this season and just how excited everyone is. Even amongst all of the realignment talk, ACC still trying to figure out what they are going to do. Let's hear from Josh Pate on the late kick with Josh Pate. And he talked about college football and he said, give me. 2007 college football over 2027 college football. Would you rather take college football as it was in 2007, or would you rather take college football the way you think it will be in 2027? I mean, it's a slam dunk for me. I'd, you give me the BCS eight days out of the week. We still had regionality. Uh, you had never heard the phrase bowl opt out before. You had never heard the phrase meaningless November game. You did not have a college football playoff. I'm not just romanticizing the past. I remember the flaws. I remember what I liked and didn't like at the time. I'm still in love with 07 over over what 2027 is going to look like. That's not to say, you know, the sport is, is doomed and falling off a cliff. But, man, if you're talking about preferability, go back to 07. Take me back to 07 or 08 or 09. Man, that is an interesting take. One I have kind of mixed emotions about, uh, especially when he brings up the BCS era and you had two teams that were picked by a computer for the national championship as opposed to the playoff era that we're in now that is ever expanding. There was no NIL. There was no uh, transfer porter. You had to sit out pretty much no matter what. And so it was quite a different time in college football back then. But now I do kind of like NIL. And then with the realignment as a fan, I feel like this. As long as I'm gainfully employed by the sport, I'm not really worried too much about what's going to happen because I think that the games and the matchups that we're going to get in these super-duper-duper-duper conferences are going to be pretty fun. I know there are definitely some downsides to this, but Walker, what say you on what Josh Pate had to say and which one would you choose? I guess if Josh Pate wants 2007 college football over 2027, then he wants it frozen in time. Because what happens is, BCS or not, dudes are still going to sit out after that became a thing in order to get ready for the NFL draft. The BCS had no implication on whether you're going to sit out or not, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you're talking about only four teams still getting to the playoff. So if you only have four teams, you still have a lot of other guys. I mean, not in BCS days. What I'm saying is right now, yes. right now, you have only four teams that are getting to the playoff. And so if that's the case then dudes are still going to sit out of all these bowl games. In fact, you might even have more guys sit out in 2007. So if you go to 2027 and then you expand the field, okay, maybe you have more, you know, you'll have more guys play because they're going to be playing for a championship. And if we were all about giving the little guy a shot, then playoff expansion does that more than the BCS does. And the other thing is realignment. It's going to happen whether the BCS is in play or not either, mm -hmm. right? Because it's all about the money. I, I think when we're talking about the popularity of the sport growing, BCS wouldn't change the popul uh, popularity. So when he talks about it being regional, I totally agree. 
that college sports altogether, it's all about the region. It is a regional sport. But do you think that the regional part of this is saved because of BCS? No. So if he's saying that the BCS would have changed all this, then I completely disagree. But if he's saying he wishes everything was the exact same and we didn't have the movement that you've had on the popularity of the sport, then okay, that's fine. But it, it does us no good, right? 2027, it's coming whether you like it or not. Yeah, I'm going to go with 2027 college football as well. And so also we're talking about the ACC. Will that remain frozen in time as far as the Clemson Tigers being on top of the leagues? PFF came out with their college football power rankings. And so I found it interesting. The Clemson Tigers, obviously, an 83% chance to make a bowl, 12% chance to win the ACC, 9% chance of making the CFP, and a 2% chance of winning the CFP. And we gone down to the Florida State Seminoles, who were 16th in their power rankings, but they had a 93% chance to make a bowl, but a 20% chance of winning the ACC, 16% chance of making the CFP, and a 4% chance of winning the CFP. So do you feel like that a power shift is coming? Because according to Aaron Murray, former Georgia quarterback, he talked about how he thinks that uh, Clemson is the most or one of the most overrated teams coming into this college football season. He pointed to the rise of Florida State. He pointed to Dabo Sweeney perhaps being a little bit out of touch Dabo. with today's recruits as among the reasons that he thinks that Clemson could finish around 9-3 and three and somewhere closer to 15, as he put it. So what do you think about all of this? Well, do I... You're asking what? Do you think that there's going to be a shift in power, and do you think that this is the beginning of the Clemson Tigers not being the uber dominant team that they've been in the league over the last eight nine seasons? Yeah, I, I don't think that there's going to be a shift in power within the ACC. I mean, this is the thing. It's not like Clemson was totally shocking us last year, and yet they still win the ACC championship and they dominate North Carolina, who yes had been faltering at the end. But this is not a team that it even was phenomenal last year. They didn't get great quarterback play, and yet they still won. Even with you talking about them not being a team that had a ton of wide receivers all over the place that were going to the NFL in the first round like previous years. They didn't have a defensive line like they had had in previous years, and yet they still win the ACC championship. I could maybe see his point about Clemson being overrated in the grand scheme of things, that they won't get to the college football playoff because they'll lose one game, two games. That would be enough to keep them out but if we're talking about Clemson within the ACC they still are going to be the team that I would most like to bet my money on compared to any other college football program in the conference he said nine and three would be a death blow for the Tigers for their program like he said it would be tremendous I don't think so either uh, I think Clemson's in an interesting spot because I don't know that they have their quarterback and I don't know the skill talent is going to be as dominant as it's been so I do think they're in an interesting spot because when you look at the recruiting rankings Florida the state is on the rise. This is going to be a huge season and going towards the perception of who's on top of the league. If FSU does come out and is as people think they will be and come out and dominate, then I think there is going to be the perception around the league, especially if Clemson does not win the ACC championship. If they don't even get to Charlotte, especially, but if they don't win the ACC 
SEC championship this year and Florida State does, I think you are going to see the opinions of a lot of people shift to think that Clemson is becoming uh, the second-place team in the ACC. But, as they say, that's why they play the game. 